I don't know if we're ready. I don't know if we're live or not. I have no idea what's going on. I, I, oh, we're I think live. I'm ready. I think this, I'm ready. This yeah, lag, this is lagging so hard tonight. I have so much running on my machine tonight. I, I apologize in advance. Welcome to, to uh, your Tuesday night, Fandango. It's time for What's on Joe Mind. Uh, if you're wondering what's going on with the honcho Mark Weber, we don't know either. Yeah. Uh, he has assured us that it's going to be awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, we remain skeptical, but we're, we're going to be there. We're, we're here to support him all the same. Uh, and we will be back to find out if he's going to live up to his claim after you watch our kick-ass intro. Stay with us. Mind. It's Tuesday night. It's 9.05. Uh, you've just watched the Superstation's presentation of, uh, I don't know, what are they playing? To, what are they playing tonight? Atlanta Braves baseball. Uh, so uh, here you are uh, at, the, at the team stream. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. We are a fan cast about the world of G.I. Joe. Uh, how's everybody doing? Oh, I'm fantastic. I look so good. Yeah, you, this is an improvement. Oh, but uh, Dustin Jeffrey notes that uh, you must have given yourself the brutal chest cut. <laughs> Either that or you forgot to pay your electric bill. Either look, or. Look, I, just to remove all suspense, when your time's getting short at a display booth company, you see what you can try to get out the back door, right? So that's not true, actually. But anyway, I say certified. To- just go with it. I say certified toy podcaster because now we're finally legit. Look at that thing. Yeah. (laughs) Right by the back door, no less. I'm finally a real boy. It's got its own light and everything. Oh, it's beautiful. That's a, that was a lot of buildup. And free, right? (laughs) So I'm doing this right. Yeah. I got a display cabinet. I put it behind me. Now I'm legit. You have to have it right on top of you like Phil does, though. Yeah, you're, you're giving my ancient bookcase a uh, run for its money. I gotta, I'll be honest Just make sure it's that. as overcrowded as mine. Um, those <laughs> shelves are sagging, and it ain't the figures, I don't think. I think it's an omnibuy, but I'm so proud of my new baby. Look at that thing. Yeah, yeah we'll have to, yeah. uh, we'll have to get to – once you get it set up, you need to do a, little, do a little intro video, take us on a tour. I mean, I mean, it's Get it's good to go. I'll be honest with you, Mike. I'm not. I'm not. I have no plans beyond this. It's just backlighting. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure there's UV filters on it so you don't give yourself sunburns. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. But I don't. I don't want anything in there to take away from me. From <laughs> you're cooking your backside in the meantime. You got nothing to block in between. That's you need a whole shelf full of these bad boys. Oh my God! That's the only way I could make it any brighter. He's- yeah. He's the former head of marketing for the GI Joe brand at Hasbro. That's the hot show, Mark Weber. That's right. The once and once king. Uh, 
I'm just enjoying. I'm just basking in the glory of my backlighting. So right. maybe I'll put things in there that are for sale. <laughs> we'll just turn this into an infomercial. Kind of thing. Like, hey, right. more so than we already do. You yeah. know what? Mike's got his beach party '86. I think you should do your deep six '84. <laughs> my deep six six. <laughs> I could probably get six of them off eBay. Not too bad. Uh, Here for like a buck a piece. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I imagine you could do. You would. Uh, you could accumulate them a lot faster, and I get mine. But um, anyhow, uh, it does make your your uh, your jersey look extra tied white. That's true. I mean, it really shows off the clean. Yeah, yeah, and that's a good, that's a good one, man. That one's never gotten any uh, any ketchup or mustard on it yet. So, Beta Ray Bob notes because uh, we didn't reach those tears. Welcome to barbecue. Like, like I said, stuff for sale. Maybe next week it'll just have. Next week I'll just do I'll just do the show like this, and you can just look at the barbecue. Right. We'll, we'll take live bids. Uh, Matt Rubin says, uh, "Perfect display for all the lazy bastard customs." I don't know what those are, Matt Rubin. Great. <laughs> I, I'm not sure what they are. It's it's um, we don't uh, you know it's it's been on the on the pre-production block for some time, but I've lost I mean, concept. I mean, I just fixed Falcon. There's only, I only got two hands, you know. I fixed Falcon. It was more than the brand team could do. <laughs> right. I'm just saying that that's an easy one. That's just any other head. There you go. Pretty much an improvement, yeah. Right. Even a bat head. Right. You know, you take Falcon take, Spawn. You take, uh, you know, what, like a Cover Girl head and pop it on there. It works. It's fine. Right. I could, yeah. I, if I dig in the basement, I could come up with sports picks heads like that. It'd be Frank Gore Falcon. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> We're on in the pantry and get a potato, and it would work better. Not a bad yeah, idea. In the bottom row, uh, he's a man without a show. He's getting ready to go back to school. <sighs> oh, I know. It's his, so quick, doesn't it? <laughs> this is his last show of freedom. He is he is back at work already. The end of this week. Uh, it's rack time, Rob. Hi, everybody. Jesus, did you get like Hi, three Dr. weeks Ned. off, Rob? Is that it? <laughs> it? You know, it was two months, but it seems like it. Oh. I think that's the way this whole year is gone. I think we just celebrated New Year's, and all of a sudden, it's freaking August. So I, I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling this one in a, in a bad way too. And then, of course, at the bottom right, he is freshly shorn. Mm -hmm. he, he's, he's done himself up right for us. He is one of the hosts of Articulated Points, also here on YouTube. Uh, Biff, Biff McConkey Donk himself, Phil Donnelly, is on the program. Hello, everybody, my adoring public. Oh. <laughs> the running man of San Diego Comic-Con. <laughs> right. Coming to us live from Disneyland or just back from Disneyland, either way. Well, it's Friday, yeah. <laughs> you want uh, some pictures? Agent Chuckles asks, uh, would anyone even notice if you put the beat-up Chuckles head on Falcon Pot? <laughs> there you go. Again, I think it would be an improvement. Don Johnson that one up a little bit. I want to put Tubbs's head on Falcon just to <laughs> throw a curveball. Uh, Philip Michael Thomas? Yeah. You know, all of his perm glory? I'm sure he's got a Kickstarter somewhere for figures of himself. <laughs> They'll be lucky to get a reaction. <laughs> right. 
But uh, Pendragon toy designs and toys notes that he is going to the con in Flint this Saturday, and the Sarge is going to be there. Never met him before. All right. Yeah, heck of a nice guy, the Sarge. Yeah, I've I've only met him in passing. I have not. Uh, I, I've never been in a situation to to like buy a signature or something from him. So my my interactions with him have been kind of few and far between. I know Mark, of course, has his has had his thumb up his nose. Pretty much. Been on that for weeks. Yes. I want to say. I got that around here somewhere. Yeah, here we go. If we open one more window, this whole thing goes down. You know that, right? It's possible. But... Yeah, we don't we don't have to go very far. You don't have to even set that one up, Mark. I've got that one. I've got oh, that you're one. All set. Yeah. That's on speed dial. I appreciate that. Like uh like Careless Whisper used to be. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this one doesn't get us demonetized. <laughs> And the, if you've never heard that, if you've never heard that story before, too bad. Here's the punchline: He'll smell that for a week. I've got to, I've got to keep us monetized by trying to shill our T-shirt designs like Staff Sergeant Cena's. Nice, uh, encouraging us all to dunk him, Yo Joe. He's not always mean though. He's got, sometimes he's sweet, sometimes he's sour. Staff Sergeant Cenugs, yeah, he's, he's, he runs the gamut, you know. Sometimes How are they having a, a con in Flint without Bill Ratner? That's my question. I would think that would be don't know. a I, gimme, I, right? Right. That is that is the layup, and they have missed it. Mm. Uh, Dustin Jeffrey says, um, the Facebook was full of brats. I mean, kids' first day of whatever today. Yet another reason to stay away until it's time to give the little huggy guy to what's on Joe Mind. And that is a, a great idea. If you're catching us on on Facebook tonight, go ahead and give us some kind of a of an emoticon reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. We love little huggy guy. Give us an angry guy. We don't care. We'll take them all. If you're catching us on YouTube, be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel. There's still about thirty percent of you every week that that tune in and subscribe every week, and you are not part of the, the channel per se. Uh, that's dumb because they are like Google already knows you're here. They're, they're just going to keep sending you our videos. So you might as well subscribe and help us out a little. We're only asking you to click a button. Um, it, it'll be OK, really. It, it, Dinet will not will not come down harsher on you because you've you've subscribed to what's on Joe mind. They're going to kill us, too. So you might as well. Um, like like the great Chris, the great Chris Farley once said, let the boy click the button. <laughs> And of course, if you're one of our audio listeners, uh, thank you for sticking with us these low these twelve years. Uh, make sure that you wherever you get your your podcast from, leave us a nice review. If you haven't had a review of our podcast in a long time, and remember that's five stars. Four hosts, five stars. But uh, yeah, I, I Craig Cohen asks, who doesn't subscribe? I don't know really. I don't know specifics. I just know that that it's about twenty five to thirty percent of our weekly listeners, viewers, whatevers, uh, do not subscribe to the program, which is just strange to me. Um, Rachel Salinas is keeping score. Uh, Fifty seven watches and only ten likes. That is unforgivable, frankly. Mm. That's just, just click a button. Just click the. It's just a, a, a thing. We're needy. Can, I know. But can we interrogate them now that we have better lighting? Why aren't you subscribing? Right. We, we hate to keep beating this drum, but frankly, uh, 
growth has been a very slow process. It's been a steady process. We haven't had any dips in there, uh, but uh, we're we're trying to we're trying to get to maybe two thousand by the end of the year, and then we don't have to ask you guys about subscriptions anymore. So come on, help us out, spread the word. Uh, we're going to grow as as much as you guys let us, frankly, because social media is worthless for trying to expand your brand anymore. They put out, they've put, we, we've gone out and we've gathered our crowd, and then they've put you all behind a paywall that we don't have the money to keep spending to get over. So um, really, word of mouth is the only way to catch on anymore, uh, and we're counting on you guys to do that. So I, I, I know it's a little extra work, but click a button, hit a couple keys once in a while, help us out. Do your job. By the way, somebody needs to get in there and tell Matt Rubin there are five lights. We don't care about lights. There's no, nobody cares about lights. Four lights, five lights, six lights, thirteen lights. Not important. Cares. Four, four hosts. Five. <laughs> David <stars>. Warner cares. <laughs> Jay Toygo's doing it right. Yeah, he likes us. There you go. There you go. Uh, cheapest big spender. I'm good with that too, frankly. Um, I like I hit the like button after the team stream. Make sure I get my money's worth. That's okay. Uh, you know it's what? Fair. I can, you can get behind that. That's fair enough. That's fair. Um, Is he not entertained? <laughs> well, we are talking about 1990, so right. He, he's a, cheapest big spender. He's entertained. He's he's one of he's one of the uh, the coffee backers that you'll see if you stick around for our closing credits. Uh, one of our swear jarriers, if you will. Uh, and remember, if you've got a couple of bucks laying around, the link to our coffee site and to Joel Colton's coffee site is down below in the comments. Uh, so uh, check that out if you got a couple of dollars laying around. We've we've experienced some growth there. We have three new, uh, three new. It's like the most recent one is so new that I couldn't even get them up in the placard this week. Uh, so we actually we're going to have one week of of fabulous fifteen, and we're going to go roll right into sweet sixteen. Uh, so that's that's pretty cool right there. Um, we're we're picking up. We're, we're we uh, we have our circle, and man, you guys love us. Uh, now we just need your help spreading the love. Plus, we got a Joe Colton reference then. Right. Well, she'll pop up in the show again later. Not live. She's a, course, yeah, she's not just a rumor. She's a real mother. I know, right? She's yeah. she's she's actually a person. Someday she'll be back, and Phil won't have a place to go every three weeks. Oh man! But I know. I it's, knew uh, it. I knew you'd always go back to her. Yeah, but she'll bring a baby. She'll bring a baby. You can't fight that. It's a, it'll take one and a half people to replace you, Phil. So that Phil, you better know, subscribe. So Phil, you know your job now. And she'll also find a way to not be here every third week. So you. That's true. Yeah, you'll be on more when she comes back. <laughs> we, we we tease the poor girl, but you know she. She had a tough pregnancy. Everything's fine now for everybody. Everything is great. Everything went perfectly. If you haven't, if you've missed us for a few weeks, uh, but uh, she, she, she's, she's taking her time. We're letting her, we're letting her recover and recuperate and and get her get her head clear and all that other good stuff at her own pace. And, and we'll uh, we'll we'll have a little update on what Joe Colton's doing in just a couple of minutes. Yeah, she's going to come back like Linda Hamilton ripped. And he's gonna be like, "Hey guys, how's the knee?" <laughs> the knees are terrible. Anyway, but uh, we, we've wasted enough of the public's time. It's probably time to get to community calendar. I gotta say, that chicken nugget does a lot of retreating. Oh. Oh.
That's a C nug. Man. <laughs> and you thought I had my camera off earlier. <laughs> right? Just to be a goof. <laughs> nah, it's foreshadowing, baby. I told you last week this is gonna start getting trippy. <laughs> last week, start like, getting trippy. <laughs> Now, now he's starting to. There's a plot coming, and, and I don't like. Yeah, it's it's something else. It, it's oh, really, jinkies! That's always performance part of, art. Uh, there's always something in a time travel or, or sci-fi, you know, movie or, or a trilogy or something where it's like, would you want to see your own death if you could? Would you want to know? And now we've confirmed the answer is no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Hunted down by a sea nug by by a vicious. Uh, by genetically modified foodstuffs. Yeah. That's not <laughs> how I pictured it. That's really not how I pictured it. By a chicken nugget with a grudge. <laughs> and a gun. Yeah. And no crotch. And he, he's not even like Tyrannosaurus shaped or anything. <laughs> but of course, credit goes to, to our, our friend Absorbids. Uh, he, is, he is a man with a vision. And Lord knows what that vision is, but we're here for it. Uh, that's how you know this is a community show. Not only is it, we're doing a segment called Community Calendar, and we we got somebody else from who's not even on the show making our intros for us. You can't bear, bury me in my cabinet. Right. <laughs> the, corp, the corpse will look amazing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, amazing. It'll be, it'll be fabulously well lit. It'll be the, the glare coming off of your translucent skin. Right? You guys can have the service live right here. And then somebody else will rip it off and cut the edges and remove the watermark and claim they found it online. It'll be great. I was just thinking we could we could use you we could stand you like we'll, we'll get some footage of uh, Seamus's intro from WWE and just right. put you up next to it. I thought you just prop me up like Weekend at Weber's. <laughs> we still play the uh, what was it uh, reggae music? So I don't... Weekend Weekend at Honchos. That's two. That's that's the sequel. Yeah. Same movie. You got to get the comment from Beta Ray Bob. <laughs> it's, it's good advice. We'll rig up a button so that we can press it. It'll shake your chair back and forth. So it like it's a good idea. <laughs> I don't know that it's happy. I don't know that it's happy or fun, but he's vengeful. <laughs> it's an agent of wrath. <laughs> oh, goodness. We we do have our fun, don't we? I'm sorry, I'm I'm lagging so much that I have to wait for everything to kind of get caught up before I can start a new thing. So I apologize for that. We need to get the community calendar out of the way so we can close some windows. Right. First up, hey, it's this coming weekend. Yeah, it's this coming weekend. It's it's Gen Con here in Indianapolis. Woo! I say here as we have you know bi coastal hosts. We're just the Rob and I are just the ones stuck in the middle of it all. Uh, but that is August 3 to 6 at the Indiana Convention Center in beautiful downtown Indianapolis. Our good friends uh, from Renegade Game Studios will be in attendance, including our particular good friend, Ryan Costello. Uh, remember, give him a hug, tell him what's on Joe Mine sent you, and you'll get uh, 0% off your ticket costs. Mm -hmm. A big 0%. 
possibly a positive percent. <laughs> nice percent. round number. <laughs> we're, we're working on that sort of thing, but uh, you know, hey, uh, we got to. Uh, that goes back to that whole uh, drumming up subscribers thing. Anyhow, uh, so if you're into gaming, tabletop role playing, whatever, and and you haven't gotten your tickets for Gen Con yet, good luck. Uh, but anyways, if if you are here, we we we're we're not going to be there, are we? No, no. Rob's Rob's got to go to work. I got to. I have to full stop work part of this week. So unfortunately, very if you're, you're you will be uh, very lucky if you catch an Irizarry sighting this weekend. And but that's that's a monster, right? Isn't that one of the top three or four like geek conventions at anywhere? I, I it's think big. Yeah, I, I think it goes San Diego. New York Comic Con, and here we are at number three for Gen Con. So, nice. uh, so anyways, uh, there will be Renegade Game Studios will be holding uh, panels and in, in uh, tutorial classes on playing both uh, GI Joe, uh, the deck building game, and uh, the the board game. What's the the board game called again, Rob? I'm sorry. Oh, uh, Mission Critical. Thank you, Mission Critical. Uh, so be sure to head over to the Renegade Game Studios website to sign up for those if you're going to be in attendance at Gen Con. They've, they're running five or six of them over the weekend, so there still might be a few spots left. Uh, but if you've got those games, you want to learn how to play with a with a group, that's your time right there. Uh, go ahead and get that done. Uh, next up. Hey. Look at Joe Colton. Yeah. This weekend, she's going to be at Cosplay World in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, which is not quite a road game for her. Uh, Saturday, she'll be doing her, her thing in the, the Mira ball gown that she worked uh, about 400 hours on. And then on Sunday, she will be Zarina, Queen of the Pirate Fairies, and Judge of the Children's Play con Cosplay Contest. I don't know where Zarina is from. I don't, I don't know anything about that character. Uh, but that's who she'll be dressed as, and she'll be judging the, the Children's Cosplay Contest. So if you're around Virgi Richmond, Virginia, Head over to cosplayworldrichmond.com. Get your ticket situation figured out. Say hey to Joe Colton. Don't hug Joe Colton. Mm -hmm. She'll hurt you legit. Mm -hmm. unless, unless she, like, don't surprise Joe Colton with hugs. That's mm -hmm. a bad idea. I mean, she's got a sword. Yes, she does. She has a sword, but she doesn't need it to hurt you. I like that her glorious cosplay return is double redhead. I endorse that. I'm fine with that. <laughs> You're in. Yeah, she's smart, smart girl. <laughs> so, and if you don't have tickets yet, if, if you order those tickets online through tomorrow, uh, Cosplay World Richmond does have a 10% off code that you can throw in at purchase. Cosplay 10 saves you that big 10% of your Cosplay World tickets. So head out to Richmond uh, with our blessings. Look at us saving you, the viewer, potential cash. If you do see her be gentle, she hasn't been out of the house much in the last few months. The daylight might be affecting her. <laughs> no surprise hugs for Joe Colton. She's got a sword. She don't need it to hurt you. That woman's. It just improves her reach. Right. She, she, she's a crack shot, man. Be, be careful. Always make sure you're in front of her and you wave first and say, hi, Joe Colton, and then she'll know what's up. And no word on whether uh, it will be the debut for Mango Habanero. I, I'm I don't know either. I I I don't know. I haven't seen any promo stuff for Wes at this show. Mm -hmm. so my my inclination is to think 
perhaps not. Might be a little too early yet. But, Are the um, folks still at home? It might be the debut of Wes's solo dad for the weekend, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Joe's mom is still around. But Joe's yeah. mom, if if Joe is going to the show and Wes isn't, Joe's mom might be going with Joe. Oh, she's not going away from that. She's not going away from that baby. No way. You never know, man. Uh, no way. That's fair. That's a fair. Fair option. But uh, again, we'll we'll see. I haven't spoken to Joe Colton about this. Yeah, this is all speculation, right? We're, we are we are purely uh, conjecturing at this sort of thing. I asked Joe Colton for for material about you know the show she was going to be at, and she said, "I don't know if they're selling Joe stuff." And I said, "That's not the question I asked you." <laughs> so I had to do my own homework. So uh, yeah. Anyways, if you're if you're in the era and you're on the fence. Use that code. Save yourself 10% on tickets. <laughs> Tape you for Mango Habanero, Torpedo, my ass. <laughs> you think it's winning the cosplay, cosplay contest. Well, well. It's rigged, I tell you. Rigged. <laughs> Pendragon designs totally through me with their, their comment. Because I read it completely the wrong way. <laughs> Trump's convention, Grandma Rules 101. Yeah, fair enough. Fair I'm like, I would never go to baby Trump's convention. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got that. I messed that one up. Sorry. It's the, the worst, it's the the worst Saturday morning cartoon ever. <laughs> you can also read it in the British way. It's <laughs> a good point. Anyhow, moving on. We step forward a week into August 11th through the 13th. Joe Lanta, the venerable uh, G.I. Joe show happening down in one of the the peach tree areas of of the peach city i don't know if it's called that or not but it might as well be you can't get anywhere in atlanta every stinking street is named peach tree uh, just just follow punch it in follow your 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 google maps i believe the presidents of the united states of america wrote a song about it that's right yeah look out but for all the all the details ticket prices etc cetera, etc cetera, visit joelanta.org uh, Joe Lanta, traditionally the great uh, 12-inch Joe show of the year, uh, but but in recent years, our filthy three and three-quarter, four-inch types, uh, we've snuck in there and scurried around like the little kids that we are, and and gotten ourselves a good piece of this this show as well. So, Chester and Arthur was an underrated bass player. Can get to play. <laughs> Who's giving Bullet Man the wedgie? Because it could be either guy there, right? You can't right. see their hands. You They're know, both doing it. Could They're be a tag right. team move. Each of them has claimed a cheek. Frankly, neither of them needs to be. If you see how Bullet Man is dressed. Holy smokes! Skin to win, right? That's right. Show off them legs, Bullet Man. Mm -hmm. Go see and Magic, he never, sk Magic he never skips Man. leg day. He's got to show off them gams. Magic Bullet Man now dancing into a theater near you. Uh, a Cobra Viper, just any of them, just no, not one in specific, just a Cobra Viper, was honored to meet and purchase some art from Mr. Ron Rudat this past weekend at the KYGI Joe show. The slid in, slid out. Pretty slick. But uh, good. Yeah, the thing. We're glad you was got it. Was it a smooth Ron. transaction? We're glad you got to <laughs> with Ron and, and, uh, and put some money in his pocket. Was it as good for Ron as it was for you? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and again, 
we're not making fun of Ron. No, no, we're not making fun of you either. But we're, we we can't we can't not we can't not tease KYGI Joe Show. Come on, that's a that's a Gary Payton lob. <laughs> we're gonna hang on that rim. <laughs> and if you want to hang on the rim, head to KYGIJoeShow.com. Well, that's if, if you don't want to get stuck on the rim. Mm, that's a good. Call. That's a different thing entirely. Satisfaction guaranteed at KYGI. Okay. We're all going to hell. Yep. That's fine though. I think I think we were all on that train before this, so whatever. It's the train for Mission Impossible, so right. Signing at the KYGI Joe show, Iron Fist somehow. <laughs> Danny Rand just sitting there going, anybody? 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 I used to be Daredevil. Same weekend. If you're not in the South, well, well, come on up to the Midwest. PowerCon going on August 11th, 13th as well. That's going to be in Columbus, Ohio at the Greater Columbus Convention Center. You can see the hours posted there. Friday afternoon from 2 to 8. Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Sunday from 10 to 5. That is a marathon for a toy show. Uh, It's a big one. Yeah, tickets and information available at thepower-con.com. Uh, you can visit our, our good friends uh, from Roma Collectibles. Uh, you can see there on the map. They'll be at booths 414 and 416. Smack in the middle of the floor. Where they should be. The, the center. heartbeat of that floor. Right. The pulsing, grimy heart mm-hmm. of, of PowerCon. <laughs> Roma Collection. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> pulsing, grimy. Grimy. That's, that's terrible. <laughs> uh, that's not right. That's no fun. But uh, <laughs> tell them we sent you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and again, get that big 0% discount. Half off drinks. Right. From uh, from Aaron and and uh, and Kenny and Sarah and, and everybody at Roma Collectibles. Uh, Craig Cohen asks a uh, question. Uh, Ron Rudat is an inspiration to G.I. Joe. Dusty's file card reads Ron Tatter. Is that a misprint? No, no, that is not a, a misprint. That was specifically done backwards, just as kind of an in joke. Right. Ron's real name is Nor. Right. <laughs> right. We just all say Ron because it's what we're trained to see. He's in deep cover. <laughs> uh, Sean Russell notes that we all have the sense of humor of a 13 year old. I think that's a little high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think 10 is probably where we top out. I get Elizabeth down here. She can judge. She's got experience, right? She's used to dealing with nonsense at that level. Pretty I feel much. Bad. I feel bad she's like a thir- she's a thirteen year old, so she can give me the thumbs up or the thumbs down, or the uh, the Mad Max mediocre that I usually get. Right. That's that's really that's the best we're gonna do with a thirteen year old kid. Yeah, she's a Morton biz. We're we're uh, we're a bunch of old dudes. We're not that funny. <laughs> That's that's the law, man. That's that's not that's, yeah. Uh, Bart notes that Rob's back in the spot that gets blocked by comments. Yes, I believe that's the called the Mike Wazowski position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we we're trying to give Phil uh, some some prestige for being a uh, being a guest on our program, helping us out, being a guest host. Today. So yeah, that's he doesn't get the bottom corner unless he misbehaves. Which we all know is coming. <laughs> Which will be, yeah, that'll happen at some point, whether whether real or imagined. 
uh, and he'll be back in the bottom corner where, where he probably belongs. There will be a slight. It may be slight, <laughs> but it will be slight. <laughs> maybe a slight slight, maybe an imagined slight, but it's coming. Anyways. Oh, goodness. Next up. Same weekend if you're free on Saturday and you're not in the South or the Midwest, but say the Mid-Atlantic, New Jersey CollectorCon happening Saturday, August 12th. We've got all the regions covered next weekend or a week from, you, you, you know what I'm saying. Saturday coming up is this weekend. Week after that is next weekend, right? Right. Anyways, uh, $10 admission gets you in. Parking is free, as you can see advertised on the fine placard. Uh, that is at the Cherry Hill Holiday Inn in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Uh, maybe the one good thing that happens in New Jersey at any given time. <laughs> it's better than going to Bayonne Con. <laughs> but, uh, you need more details. Uh, NewJerseyCollectorsCon.com has everything you're looking for regards to, to guests and ticket. Uh, ticket well, I know tickets are $10. Uh, and they're open from 10 to 5. But any information past that, head on over to their website, NewJerseyCollectorsCon.com. Uh, it's it. right by the statue of Andrew Dice Clay. Or the Lou Costello statue. Ooh, that's, I'll, give you, I'll go to the Lou one. Yeah. Costello statue. That's, that's, yeah. That's Even real, the pigeons don't go to that one. That's a real <laughs> thing. Right? It was on The Sopranos. Um, I think Snake Eyes needs to be a little more front and center in that promo shot. Whatever. <laughs> Although he's shaming Vader, Vader's like, "Oh, I better go gray so they they can see me and don't you know recognize me." And Snake Eyes is like, "Whatever, bro. My brand equity is solid, even after that turd of a movie." <laughs> People still like me anyway, right? And, and Vader and Vader's like, "Have you seen any Star Wars movies lately?" <laughs> Sean Russell asked, uh, are, "Are we encouraging people to go to Jersey?" I guess mm. so. I mean, it, it it's worth a visit. They're doing a big toy show there. They do big stuff. There's there are there's uh there's door prizes every half hour. Ooh. So you want to check that one out. And then they do not mess around with toy with with, with door prizes at New Jersey Collector Con. So our, our friend Kevin Watts will be in attendance. He's doing a custom for the show. He's doing a, a hiss tank. Uh, so good stuff. Good stuff going on. Check it out if you're out that way. And that's it for community calendar. So eventually that'll close up. There we go. Look at that. We're, it's, we're making it work. We're making it happen. Memory's coming back bit by bit. <laughs> Craig Cohen's got a point. Everything's legal in Jersey. Yeah. yeah it kind of is. <laughs> America's playground. Atlantic City. Arise, perfect being. Arise. You made us a monster. Here in the dark web. Right? Proof that Raptor is paler than me. <laughs> you think I'm mad about that? Raptor's furious. <laughs> so remember, if you've got a show that you want us to help plug, uh, 
what's on Joe mind at gmail.com. That's where you want to send all your correspondence, anything of any kind of importance, send it on into what's on Joe mind at gmail.com. Uh, that's where it's, it, we're easily the most likely to see it. We've, we're on all the other social medias. You can see them down below. Sometimes we lose track of, of direct messages. So email, we don't lose track of emails very often. Uh, so uh, that's where you want to send it. If you've got something for community calendar, I, I know that's a, uh, the mainstay of Matt Rubin, Andrew Garrison, and many of the other folks that you find in the live chat on a regular basis. I like that Dr. Mindbender called me perfect being. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's coming from Dr. Mindbender. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I go update the resume. Somehow, brand manager and product developer doesn't quite swing the same kind of, of uh, respect as perfect being. Perfect being. Yeah, as I mean, described look, by a shirtless orthodontist. We're, we're in an economy where we're in a uh, monocle. We're a bachelor of science, pretty well throws you on the outpile. So yeah, it's, <laughs> if you're looking for for kudos, I, I don't know what to tell you. I gotta be honest, MBA doesn't do you much better. But yeah, no, it's not helping. More degrees—that's no good. Open to work. <laughs> you got a, you got a new cabinet to make monthly installments, <laughs> right? Cabinet was free, man, but the electricity is going to be a bitch. <laughs> Arise, perfect light into a cabinet. Right? Maybe I'll put. Maybe that's just. I'll put headless cap in there. Just. Pale Western theaters this weekend. Headless uh, cap next to headless punch. Weberheimer. Big uh, weekend. Pale Weber yeah. sounds like the newest IPA from your It's <laughs> a good idea. It's the work on that. <laughs> Give me a pale Weber. Seeing that Raptor mark, and I hear Joe Colton's why in my head. That's fair. That's Seems fair. legit. Yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> oh, God. It's wonderful. It's time for the news. <laughs> Mike is still muted. Muted. Yes, he is. How'd you mute yourself, Mike? You're muted. Now you're back. Right. It's again, everything is a little laggy. I have no idea if that worked right or not. I I don't know if I played the, the news. Come on, and then we just had to wait a minute for you to unmute. Once, twice, I couldn't tell you. I have no idea what's happening. Um, yeah. I think if you play a little wham, it'll clear it right up. Probably. Yeah. Probably. So many windows open. Come on. Come on, news. Anyways, there it is. You saw it last week. Undead Operator Easy Kill 9 is live on Kickstarter. You can tell it's live. We got different colored typeface. Oh, yeah. Mm. Unless you're colorblind in that way. But uh, no. but you can tell we used the gray, if that's the case. So uh, Tasteful gray. Anyways. Uh, you can see 30 there uh, waiting with both pistol and skateboard for you to make your pledge. Uh, that is funding until August 24th, 2023 at 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern Daylight Time. Um, so, yeah, now that the shock of San Diego and all the pre-orders is over, get yourself over to Easy Kill 9. Uh, let's, get these, let's get these suckers funded. Let's make this happen. Let's make it work. You know, if you need to know more details, where can they go for that? Ooh. Next week's show. Go watch it. 
It's right there for you. We had uh, we had Chad LaForce on. That that is the man behind Easy Kill Nine. He's in the in the live audience today. He's probably blushing. Um. So yeah, yeah. There, there's no excuse. You have no reason to not go watch that. At least the second half of it when Chad's talking about all this stuff. And um. And in the first half, we get to show off pictures Phil took for us. That's right. Right. The ones, the ones that he he took for us and and poured off everybody else. And then whoever the, I could get him to. And then the what's on Joe Mine exclusive one of him looking coy over a saddle. Right. <laughs> that wasn't for you guys. Oh, no! <laughs> but uh, but again, do that do that after tonight's show. Do that a little little later. Give us some give us another hour ish of your time, and then go watch. And then like. And then go to that one and like it too. Yeah. Uh, Diana Davis notes, uh, I've not seen Easy Kill one through eight. Well, they're part of they're part of the same team. So we do a we do a great wrap up. Yeah, like Easy Kill Nine is just like it's actually Easy Kill One through Nine. That's, easy, that's how that works. Easy Kill One through Eight is all about the same thing. Family. And launching various Camaros into space. <laughs> I had a little problem with the Tokyo Drift yesterday. So we, oh we, no! Yeah, it was a little. It was a little rough there for a while. A little touch and go. <laughs> you need new tires. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> after. after. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Tokyo Drift is uh, that's when your you, your stomach's bothering you, and that's the third trip to the restroom. So that's that's the Tokyo Drift. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, we were almost there. We almost, almost. I, I, I actually made that a running joke at uh, a couple of jobs now. Like, I mean, it, it, if someone's running. Like if you see somebody leaving their cubicle and heading towards the restroom, you're like, hey, you got the, uh, you're working the Tokyo Drift? And they're like, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. The Tokyo Drift. I have made that work in a couple of places now, so. You guys, that's free for all of you. Take that. Is, is there a correlation between making that work and having been at a couple of places? Because uh, HR department might have something to say about that. <laughs> point now where that movie's pretty old. So, I, I mean, I, I really don't bounce around jobs very much. Uh, but, you know, say asking if somebody's got the Tokyo Drift is a hell of a lot better than, hey, uh, Bob, you taking a shit? You know, it, it, <laughs> Tokyo Drift is the HR preferred. <laughs> yeah, you got the trots. Hey, I had a, re uh, I had a ra radio job where three guys referred to the boss as Lumberg because this was closer to 2000. Right. What's Lumberg got us doing today? And one day, man, it was I was the morning guy, and this guy took over to do updates. And he came in, it was just him and me. And out of nowhere, right as the boss was walking behind him, he said, oh, what's Lumber got us doing today? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, I don't oh think God. I I'm mind racing. How can I help my friend? Right. And my only hope was that the boss would be so clueless that he hadn't ever seen office space. Right. And sure enough, clueless boss was like, who's Lumber? <laughs> Nobody. And I'm like, oh, he's this Yahoo over at Metro News Traffic. And boss was like. Mm -hmm. Went on about his day ruining things. And as soon as he <laughs> left the room, that guy looked at me and went, I'm like, yeah, dude, <laughs> that close. You're on top of that one. Whew, lumber. 
Shout out to Lumberg if he's out there. <laughs> oh, wouldn't know. And of course, the immortal Gary Cole. Right. But, um, <laughs> I'm wondering, like, if the boss was ever passing behind me when we're doing the show, I'd wonder if you'd have a a quick uh, retort like that to save my ass. And I don't know. I don't know. Uh, mediocre. <laughs> Next news item. Do, 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 do. Hey, it's uh, time to help out battling Bob Atkins. He has got some art stickers for sale on his website. The link for that is down below and in, 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 just above the comment. You can see there Storm Shadow, Snake Eyes, Serpentor, and, of course, Lifeline filling out everybody's big four. Mm -hmm. uh, it's also got Lady J, Scarlet Snowjob, and lots, lots more. They are $5 a piece. Uh, you, so if you want to lend a hand to your, your favorite G.I. Joe artist, that's, that's where you go. Follow the link down below. I mean, I don't want to pick a favorite because we're friendly with a whole bunch of them. But Robert Atkins' work is absolutely top shelf. So... You're going to get us in trouble with everybody else, Mark. No, I didn't say he was alone on the top shelf. I just said he's top shelf, right? So get yourself some stickers. Right. Everybody needs some lifeline stickers. Look, they're making <laughs> Python Patrol uh, fuchsia puke pus yellow uh, Crimson Guardsman, and they ain't got the lifeline yet. So this might be your only lifeline opportunity for a while. I'm just like, Right. Diana Davis sums it up well. He's a nice guy, and those are cool. There you go. Not to mention, very affordable. Mm -hmm. So you got a couple of bucks laying around after you become uh, a square jarrier. Spend them on some Robert Atkins stickers. I, I think that covers most of our self-serving bases, right? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Pretty sure there was a Spider-Man there, too, for you, Mike. I think so. I, I believe yeah. there was a, a Spider-Man and a Deadpool and somebody else. I don't know. I don't know which I don't know which Spider Man, but one of them. He's the guy in the the classic suit, so it doesn't matter. Okay, they all look the same under there. There's a lesson in Spider Man. Absorb Vids needs to put my head on Peter Parker's body and make Spider Weber, and then everything will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Pendragon Designs has, has it down. One swear jarier, mm -hmm. two Bob stickers. There you go. Fair exactly. enough. Fair enough. Next news item. Do, 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 do. We got some uh, Diamond Select statues. Uh, this broke last week right around showtime. So I, I just, I, we had enough going on. Show. It was show last week went two and a half hours. We didn't throw any more on top of that. Anyway, so we got uh, Diamond Select, Joe Colton, and the San Diego Comic-Con Baroness exclusive Blue. Uh, both of those are available if you head over to DiamondSelect.com. Uh, they're sixty bucks a piece. I know Joe Colton is actually fifty nine ninety nine. I don't care. Shut up. They're both sixty dollars. Uh, expected quarter first quarter of next year for Joe Colton, third quarter of this year, which is like three weeks from now, on that Baroness statue. But that makes sense. It's just a repaint. And they were at Comic Con, so they're right. in stock. We're, yeah, we're, we're technically in quarter three now, aren't we? <laughs> Ironically, uh, yeah. that's when that's when we're expecting Joe Colton too is 2024 Q1. Right. Something like that. Mm -hmm. I love I hey, I keep voting for these as figure of the year, right? I love these. So yeah, uh, I'm not you're looking at uh spots eight and nine of Mark Weber's figure yeah. of the year. Yeah. 
I am not probably pulling the trigger on either of these because I have the, the Baroness in black and it's perfect. Right. Um, and I don't know if I need that Joe Colton, but it's pretty cool. We'll see. He is pretty awesome. I, I yeah. look if you're if you're in on statues, that Joe Colton is a great statue. So uh, no no complaints if that's what you're into. Um, can the snake be larger, please? Probably not for sixty bucks. <laughs> I mean, come any on. larger, and we're going to Snake Eyes movie territory. None if, of us. If I play. had a nickel for every time I never mind. <laughs> Uh, Ed the Straight Edge notes that Joe Colton looks pretty butch for a new mom. Uh, yeah, but they got the beard right. Yeah. <laughs> Look, there's a lot of hormones in pregnancy. Who <laughs> yeah. are we to judge, right? Come on now. Yeah, post-pregnancy, you're killing anything that looks like a snake. Right. And, uh... Get out of here with that. Look, it's it's not the boss snake. It's the pre-boss snake. It's the one you fight before you get to the end of the level. Yeah. Mini boss, right? Right. It's the 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 pre-boss boss. It's the one that takes three hits instead of the one that takes the, has the whole bar going across the bottom. Mm. Of the so, anyways, uh, yeah, head over to Diamond's website. Give those an order if that's uh, that's what meets your your statue needs. Gonna, you're going to see the Baroness statue that you have in that, that case behind you there, Weber? I'm not sure I'm going to put anything in that case. I kind of like it. Maybe I'll put Colin in there. See what he does. That's, <laughs> that's not going to end well for the case. You know, he's, <laughs> just, he's just going to go kink. Right. <laughs> Next week, Mark's going to be broadcasting from the case. Not a bad idea. <laughs> Do I sound like I'm an old, old-time radio? <laughs> You have better lighting too. Mud shines. <laughs> the time will be nine fifty-five. Welcome to WEBR. I'm your host, Mark Weber. Yeah, it's gonna be good. <laughs> Part of why we go with WOJM so much is because it's got the four letters that start. Well, with that's, that's I'm on the other side of the Mississippi. I start with K. So. Nobody that's cares right. about that, Phil. Hmm. Nobody cares. No one. Take your K's and you get your business in order and you get your W's. I've lived that life and it's wrong. (laughs) Phil Hendry used to do a fantastic Art Bell impression. He did a a couple shows as Art Bell, which was fantastic. And if you don't know who Art Bell is, then it won't be funny. But part of the intro was West of the Rockies, you're on KYFI. East of the Rockies, fuck you. <laughs> oh. Um, Neil Hill asks, when do we discuss free parking? Ooh. You missed that, man. Go back, go watch the replay. You missed that. We're done did we mention parking. any parking? Uh, we New did? Jersey's got free parking. Okay. If Neil lands on free parking, he gets all the money in the middle of the board, right? Isn't that how it works? If that's, that's a house rule that I do not follow, sir. If that's your house rule, then by all means. If not, then I'm afraid not. Okay. Nothing happens on free parking. But uh, anyways, uh, next news item. Do, 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 do. Hey, look, it's it's Target exclusives, and this, this too... Uh, I saw them last week, but I forgot about them. So we, we just, whatever. Sorry, my bad. 
anyways, available on Target.com right now. Classified Vipra. I think she's supposed to be Python Patrol. I'm not sure. Yeah. Tiger Flint yes. also available. Um, $24.99 a piece, as you can see there, endorsed by the honcho Mark Weber. I got to think I didn't. It turns out I didn't need to turn the camera on. Like, I'm friggin' taking over this week. Like, <laughs> I'm digging it. It's like a virus. Right? So good. <laughs> Outbreak 2, starring me. I mean, you, you know, I can't resist that sort of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm down with it. I'm that, down with it. That pretty much has become our new Target logo here on our this program. Yeah. Good to know that they're available now because that gives people a chance to help me. Right. Right. Well, we say they're available now, but uh, no, well, I mean, you, you <laughs> pre-order them, but... pre-orders can still be completed now. They have not put a big closed sign on them. Uh, so if, if you haven't gotten Viper or Tiger Force Flint and you're interested in them, uh, they're right there for you. If you like repaints, these are good repaints. That Viper is slick. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just a, I believe it's just a straight repaint of that blue ninja, but it, it looks good. It, it, yep. it, is, uh, it is neat looking. And Flint's doing his best Daryl Hannah from Blade Runner impression. <laughs> yeah, he's going to do about eight eight cartwheels and get shot in the back. You can just know that's going to. The hunt is on. <laughs> it's a bad look. I mean, it makes him different, but it's a bad look. I don't mind it so much. I, I think Tiger Force Flint is one of the better Tiger Force guys. Wow. That's, you know, that begs the cornet line, right? It's like being right. the nicest guy in prison. Right, right. But you, you know me. I'm a, I'm a sucker for a cheap repaint and uh, and absolutely in on a decent one. So whatever, you know. Look at you quoting Jim Cornette. At least I gave credit. We kind of, That's kind of our thing on this show, though. I'm glad he's got camo stripes, tiger stripes up top since he's just wearing green pants. Right, right. But the figure just had green pants. Yeah. They were a darker green, though. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Falcon, Falcon but, had, but they weren't camo. I mean, that was the thing. Falcon had camo, and that didn't bother to translate either. Who is uh, who is who is scratching out fat beats? Not me. I don't know. All right. So usually if, if there's audio trouble and nobody knows what, what's going on, it's probably Rob's fault. But <laughs> since you're wrong, that's your own care, Rob. No! That was wrong! No! But since Phil is the guest, we'll blame Phil. Hey. Never lets me finish. He always cuts me off. And you see what I'm trying to bail him out. And and it still can't happen. But whatever. whatever. Anyways. Um, moving on. Next news item. Do-do. Had some pictures get displayed. This was uh, going on last week. This is from the... Uh, the big HCGHK 2023 show, basically the Hong Kong toy show. Uh-huh. See the Hasbro Pulse Hiss Tank uh, coming our way later this year. Images you can see down there credited at Joe underscore classified on Instagram. Uh, doing some good work there. Uh, but you can see the just, just more Hiss shots. Um, see it in action with the, the tactician in the turret there. We got a, a crimson bat creeping out of the back. Figure not included. Uh, so good stuff on those shots. Be sure to check out that Instagram page if you really want to get just 
really in depth on these photos. Uh, remember that's G period I period Joe underscore classified on Instagram. They're making up for forgetting to bring the box of figures from, for Comic Con. Right. <laughs> we, did get see, we did get to see the the first shots of the packaging uh, on these guys, so you can see the we, we've already seen that that piece that's going on the box there. Uh, but you do in the other picture, you see the individual boxes for the figures and the carded uh, Mickey Mouse Cobra Commander, and, and so there is some some information to be gleaned. So be sure to head over to Instagram, check those out. Uh, it doesn't look like they they've given us any any special artwork on the His Tactician. It just looks like it's it's got Ron's autograph on a white background there. If you're, wondering. I think it's the concept art that he did. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And he signed every one of them. His uh, poor hand. All all twenty six thousand. I don't think so. No, no. That's why it's taking so long to get to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When you saw him at the Kentucky GI Joe show last week, he didn't have a stump for a right hand. So no, he didn't. He did not actually cramped and misshapen into a claw. It, it looks like and here I am going to be nitpicky. It looks like the driver's sitting awful low in that cockpit. It'll be hard okay. to see over the dashboard. He's in a tank, man. He's got he's got monitors. He doesn't, need, he doesn't need a huge huge window. That was kind of the problem with the hiss back in the day, wasn't it? I mean, I was more worried about the the real estate between the shoulders and the seatbelt. Like he's going to get rocked around in there a little bit <laughs> when he hits everything in front of him that he can't see. Right. Well, again, he's got monitors. He doesn't need doesn't need to actually see out the window. He can see it all. He's in a tank. You don't worry about hitting stuff. You just run it over. I guess that's true. Right. That was the problem back in the day. They made a front line piece of heavy machinery and they put a giant cockpit glass on it, so it it didn't. Trying to trying to walk backwards a little bit from that. Somewhere to be fair, we're always the ones calling it a tank. They just said it was a high speed sentry back then. <laughs> high speed sentry tank, though, right? I just said that's the same tank. That's it. Phil's out. <laughs> there, there we go. Phil's Man. out. Damn it, Phil. <laughs> so make sure to buy your tripwire figure so you can disable every hiss out there. Right. One mine. Give it as a rat. <laughs> uh, hey, Toygo notes a lot of folks slept on this. If you collect classified figures, the secondary is probably going to be expensive for some of these figures. Oh yeah, they're it's yeah, it is. through the roof. So good, yeah. good point there. And as you can see, that is your comment is blocking out uh, Phil, as it should be. It's like four square, right? And it work your way back up. That's <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, no, good, good, good stuff. Uh, be sure to check that out on Instagram if you haven't seen these pictures up close and personal. Next news item. Do 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 do. Hey, our good friend Chaz the Guru, also on Instagram and, and in really many other places, he deserves a follow if not just for the news he gives, but the the fun with memes that uh, the man obviously has as just a course of everyday life. But we got some release dates on all the stuff that we've pre-ordered uh, so you can know when to, to brace your wallet for impact. As you can see there, again, this is straight off of, of Chaz the Guru's Instagram account. Uh, as you can see in September, we are all set for the Cobra Eel, uh, Range Viper, Big Ben, the Cobra Valkyries, and Snow Job. October will bring out Desert uh, Butterscotch Snake Eyes. 
the trouble bubble with the televiper. Ding. And the hiss will finally come our way in quarter four. That's not too late. They said summertime, but that's not too bad. No, they always said fall. Did they? Yeah. Well, sure. Uh, if 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 you've checked it more recently than I have, I'm going with what you said. Yeah. So, uh, so that's September and October, and then um, come on, button. There we go. November is going to be a busy one. So clear out. Oh, good lord. Uh, Tunnel Rat, Firefly, Grunt, Low Light, Crimson Viper, Nunchuck, Mole Rat, Shooter, Crimson Alley Viper. Uh, Chuckles will start showing up, even though you just ordered them a couple days ago. The Steel Core Troopers, Tiger Force, Flint, and Vipera, all November. My poor wallet. Right. Just, just, I feel it bruising preemptively. Yep. And then in December, just in time for Christmas, uh, the Snow Serpent, Ripper, Helix, General Hawk, Buzzer, Shockwave, the 788 Fire Team, and Tripwire. That is a lot of stuff. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> I still don't have all that, that previous wave. I, like, I still don't have Shipwreck and Rock and Roll yet. I have Rock and Roll, no Shipwreck yet, though. Hmm. I got all mine. I got mine. <laughs> Whatever. Rob's, Rob's is coming to the same. We ordered them at the same time. They're coming to the same place. His or whatever. So it's blatant it's, favoritism over which sibling they like. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. Phil's in California, so he's out. Just like and that. So how wait? How will we get him back? Oh, we'll just take the five, right? No, you won't. No, five is jammed. Five's jammed. Take the four oh five. Four oh five, that's not a bad idea. Always. Always. Now you want to get off the four oh five on Rodeo and then just take that all the way to La Jolla. But uh, Jeff Butler notes that he's done the math. He's he's doing the research for us. It's our crack team. Uh, between December, September and December, total is about $900 just for getting one of everything, not counting Haslabs money. Oh, my God. Somebody once asked Marlene Dietrich, I think that was her, how do you get to Hollywood, Miss Dietrich? And she said, it's simple, darling. You just take Fountain. Unless Fountain is jammed. <laughs> That's an even more concise answer than how do you get to Carnegie Hall? <laughs> Practice. Did the eels ever come back up really on uh, Amazon? Because I totally missed the eels. I, I do not know. Yep. I don't think they have. They might show up when they start shipping, but they might also be all out. That tends to happen with Amazon pre-orders. <laughs> Did they let people order as many as their little heart desired? or I think that was the issue. <laughs> okay. I believe there was a very high cap on it. Like I think there were there were folks out there that ordered ten and twelve and twenty and did not. I think twenty was the max. Okay. So. Good call, Amazon. Hey, they got their money. <laughs> right. But no, I, I'm I'm if they've if they've made it back up, it did not make it back up for any length of time, so that uh, we were able to spread the word on it. So. Anywho, I'm not I'm not overly concerned because everything has there's been other than the first Cobra Trooper and maybe the first Viper. There really hasn't been anything that was a nightmare to try to get eventually. Right. So I, I would even throw them in the group of they were not a nightmare to get. Uh, mm. they, Viper came back around in force. I think that was, was those were really just held up by shipping lines being bad. So, anyways, but next news item. Do do do. Remember, if uh, if you're not following Chaz the Guru on Instagram, and you probably are, go do so. It's, it's yeah. good information. 
and fun with memes. Can't beat fun with memes. Memes that we can't put on this family show. Mm-mm. But the memes. And that brings us to the end of the news. Uh, remember to tune into the G.I. Joe 3D Printing Podcast uh, for all of your G.I. Joe 3D Printing Podcast needs. Uh, they uh, Also, they, they proudly sponsor Chonky Tank Kitty. There is Chonky Tank Kitty news coming at some point in the near future. Uh, it's a small operation. We're not putting any any constraints there, but uh, keep an ear to the ground. If you missed out on Chunky Tank Kitty at uh, at Joe Joe Fest, maybe maybe some Chunky Tank Kitty news coming for those who did. Chunky. And it's uh, it's time once my my buttons reopen here. Ooh. It's time for a, a quick bit of news or a quick moment with our friends at Kokomo Toys. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on! Muted again. Still muted, man. They're changing the rules on you. I, I again, I I just have a lot of windows open in Streamyard, so it's not their fault. It's 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 us. It's because because uh, Mark and Rob and Phil do assume no responsibilities for the production of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and why should and we? And that's why our computers are running. That's Take that back. Running. I'm providing the lighting. So it brings you to tonight's main event. That's right. It's. I think there's been enough talk. <laughs> it's time for the main event. The definitive G.I. Joe character tier list for 1990. <clears throat> and remember, that's just the year 1990, not 1990s. We are not covering all four years of five years of releases tonight. Uh, maybe we'll get to the other ones. I, I really have have uh, some hesitance uh, getting to those later years. But uh, tonight, uh, if, just so you know, we go with the, the times as the, the years given to us as listed on 3djoes.com. We steal all the images from them too. So we figure we might as well just play by their rules. Uh, so um, the, the Sonic Commanders or the Sonic Fighters or whatever the hell they're called, uh, they are not part of this this uh, part of they will be part of 1991 uh, whenever we decide to get around to doing that so if if the if the previous calendar is any indicator about two months so <laughs> settle in anyways this is officially uh, this is the first time I've needed to print out a list because I just don't know all these guys on site so that, that, <laughs> that makes this something of a landmark tells you something. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of A plus character work being done. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of something going on. But um, remember now, when we're doing these, when when we are giving the definitive opinions, this is not about which figures we like. This is not about the overall look of the figure. This is about they are their impact on the line of of GI Joe lore and 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 you know 
going forward and, and you know the, the impact this is not about the the quality of the figure or the toy they came with or things like that so there's going to be a lot of figures in this in this list that we like and really going forward that we like quite a lot but didn't make an impact you know they're they're just it's a cool toy that whatever no like it's nobody's talking about it no there's no clamoring for it to come back and classified uh things like that so don't be upset when when uh a lot of these guys come out a little on the low side mm -hmm. that general tier is going to feel a little lonely today right right uh Gen like, generally empty we, we were talking <laughs> about it before the show like as a whole as a toy line in 1990 I thought 1990 was a really strong year as a group. Like, there's, there's good vehicles. There's plenty of good figures. Cobra Army Builders had a good year. But this is about the impact of those characters on G.I. Joe lore. And so there's not a ton. It's not a ton. Um, so moving up, uh, let's, uh, let, me get that, let me get that window open on my side. First up, and I do have to consult the list for this, is Airwave 2, or I'm sorry, Airborne 2. Uh, he was made by a teacher, and he prevents colds. And no, he's not Franklin Talltree from 1983. This is a completely different guy with the name Airborne. Uh, he's, not Robert even, Six? he's not even the best guy with this code name, so yeah. I think that is just automatic private territory. Private. <laughs> I, and I like Sky Patrol, but I hated this. The idea that they forgot that there's already a guy with that name. Right. That was a bad, bad mark for the brand. Right. Um, yeah, and, and I'll give Sky Patrol credit for this. It's the first time that we've done a sub-team individually, right? Ex excluding Sky Striker from Tiger Force. Because uh, he was a new character, but we didn't, we haven't messed with Tiger Force or Python Patrol or Night mm -hmm. Force or any of those guys. Because why bother, right? Um, they weren't new characters. So, yeah. So, Sky Patrol, <laughs> at least, uh, as we're going to probably wind up putting a lot of them in the private line, prepare for complaining. Um, at least they they warranted enough to get their own entry on the list. So, so kudos, salute to Sky Patrol. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Um, yeah, Scotty Cameron has it best. Airborne passed the torch to a lesser successor, and uh, that's even that's even got a cool rhyming thing going. So, kudos, Scotty Cameron. Welcome to the show, sir. More like more like Hasbro forgot that Airborne was still carrying a torch. Right. <laughs> Did we kill him? No. Ah, he's Airborne. Yeah. Me. But he's a he's a he's a cool looking figure. I'm not going to take away from the look of the figure. I like the thing. I just—he's yeah. not bad, but uh, he, he didn't do nothing. He's, he's the best airborne. He did nothing. That's putting an F in marketing. Right. Marketing. I, I think the first airborne <laughs> only made corporal, so he's—he's uh, he's definitely a private. Uh, up next, and I have to look at the the list again. Airwave. Private. Uh, let's go ahead and just make some room. Uh, and then the third one is this <laughs> we've got altitude also from from sky patrol and uh, um, yeah. yeah we're just gonna just gonna toss him in there with his pals does airwave get any credit for being the only joe with a visor made of werther's caramels so uh, no. no 
Right, no, man. delicious, a delicious elderly people candy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> distracts so all the senior citizens on the Cobra base. The, the first actual discussion, the first guy to get off the private line, I think, is Ambush, the concealment specialist. For trivia's sake, the only Joe ever with a rank below E4. And that's, but somehow still not a private. Uh, I, he's I don't, a private first class. He's a private first class, which is not a thing. But anyways, uh, I, I'm willing to, to maybe nudge Ambush up a notch just because uh, he, he was a big part of the Deke cartoon. Like he was, for whatever reason, he was one of the guys that they showed a lot. And so I think a lot of fans remember him. A lot of, of a lot of the we'll call them younger fans, even though they're all over forty, like our <laughs> the kids, uh, right? The the children, um, the newbies. And while the Deke cartoon was maybe not the greatest of quality, it it was the entry point for a lot of those fans. Uh, so he had and a the, and the exit point also right. to say. Hey, first season's not so bad. First season's all right. It's a second season where everything just drops out. I think we're going to have to agree to disagree. I think there were individual episodes that were not too bad. I'm not even going to give season. Season one was better than season two, both in terms of writing and animation. But yeah, there was there was some there were some dumpers in there. Um, Sir James notes that he's not over forty yet, and that that just that's just code for I'm forty. <laughs> It's coming up. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the code, right? That's, that's what I'm getting out of that, right? Say, he's making sure to say, I'm not over, over 40. 40 yes. right. Wink. And, uh, I, got a, I got a problem with ambush of court, with corporal ambush. It's a big promotion for him. It'd be, it would be a step up for him, yeah. It'd be a couple steps, wouldn't it? Oh, the oh, irony of the definitive rankings. Hey, look, it's Patrick Stewart. You know that guy? Yeah. Welcome to the show, Patrick. Bell. See ya. Yeah. But uh, Sky Patrol suffered from every figure having the same gimmick. Parachutes are cool, and they could have had more than one in there, but they probably should have had a few with gliders or something. Thank you, sir. Well put. Uh, Scotty Cameron. It's Again, it's his first show. He's a 25-year-old G.I. Joe fan. My entry point was Sigma 6. There you go. All right. Well, that's a unique starter. Great toys in Sigma Six. I don't blame that at all, man. Those two, those those eight inch figures were awesome. They mm -hmm. they they weren't necessarily GI Joe to me, but if that's where you got in, great, man. Those those were fantastic toys. And the the best packaging that brand or maybe any brand has right. ever done with a friggin' blinking light. Come over here, kid. <laughs> hey, hey, kid. Hey, yep. kid. Hey, kid. <laughs> Buy me. Fantastic, but uh, welcome to the show. All the same, uh, I if hope they, it, I, I hope we don't get all crotchety and force your screaming running into the night, which is possible. If they get made, off our lawn, if they'd have made the second scale three and three quarter on Sigma Six, we might still be buying Sigma Six. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. But no, they went uh, two inches variable and immovable. So yeah. yeah. What do you have to say about that marketing, Mark? Just saying. I mean, come on. Like, I get if you're if you're like, look, we're going we're going with the eight inch thing. Okay, got it. But if you actually open it up to 
We're going to do a different scale. How about the one that's been selling the, forever? The one that everybody wanted and got the eight inch got everybody upset. Yeah. How about the industry standard for action figures at that time? Right. Come on. And then they just repackage a DTC vehicle as Sigma Six and hope we don't notice. So ambush. Corporal. <laughs> Corporal. Corporal. Yeah. With his buddy Pathfinder. Later. Anyhow, the combat gardener, right? Up next, we got Bullhorn. Again, good figure. Uh, absolutely, very, very little footprint. I can't even. I can't think of a comic issue that that featured him to any significant degree. I mean, he showed up, but he was just a guy. Um, I can't think of of an episode of the cartoon. I think there was one episode where he had a bigger role, but it wasn't. Revenge great. of the Pharaohs. It wasn't really like a bullhorn spotlight kind of episode. Um, he's a private. Yeah, I do. I will always give him mad respect, though, for have, coming with a bullhorn to negotiate right. or, a, or a sniper rifle if he doesn't feel like negotiating. Right. Hey, look, he's letting you know where you stay. He's letting you know whichever way you can go yeah. right off the bat. The bullhorn uh, is itself a gun. Right. <laughs> Yeah, Bullhorn to be like, I'll get back to you. <laughs> Here comes my answer. An amazing figure with great gear. We agree. No, make no mistake. We're on board with Bullhorn, the figure. But unfortunately, that's about where it stopped. Yeah. Uh, does anybody have any arguments against Private on that one? Nope. Um, you had one thing yelling into a Bullhorn, and his last comic appearance, he did just Well, there you go. To thine own self be true, right? I do one thing. I shovel. I shovel well. Thank you, William H. Macy. Uh, so that brings us to Cold Front. Uh, the driver, driver, driver of the avalanche. Um, I'm just going to yeah, go ahead. Sorry. going to go ahead and slide him on in there. Just yeah. Here's a here's a uh, just keep it going, buddy. Here's an un <laughs> unrelated here's an unrelated question, but let's see if I can bring it full circle. What's uh just say loose on eBay, verified as real. What's a payload mic cost these days? Oh geez, um, I can't say that I've checked any time recently, but it's probably a lot. Got to be a hundred bucks easy, right? I would think. Yeah, what lift ticket mic? Yeah, fifty, sixty, maybe. Uh, yeah, probably more seventy, eighty, but yeah. Heavy metal mic? Um, just just go up. Yeah. 100 at least, right? What's a cold front mic cost you? 20 bucks. Yeah. Because <laughs> nobody either wants it or nobody lost it because nobody played with this guy. With his, with his bubbly moon boot, over thigh moon boots. Good for you, cold front. I don't know what party you're going to, but I won't be there. He was sat in the front of the avalanche and promptly forgotten. That's yeah. what, that was his role in, in the toy chest. Yeah, see, exactly. None of those things are lost because at worst, they're just rattling around the bottom of the avalanche. Right. Yeah. I did like the avalanche. but It's not a bad vehicle. But he's still a private. It's, it's a little, It's a little. I think, Star Wars-y Hoth, but, you know. We'll give, we'll give It's Chad his cheap. No worse than the wolf. Uh, his cheap plug. But uh, Neon at Night, What's on Joe Mind Edition. I, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Mm. Yeah, um, we're not Neon yet. 
1990 for G.I. Joe is a lot like 1990 in popular music. It's really still the 80s. <laughs> it's, 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 there's things are, the aesthetic is changing ever so slightly. Like there's not so much pastel as there is just black t-shirts at this point, but come on, Nelson's on the radio. It's, it's still the 80s, right? Go West is playing on the radio. It's still the 80s. Look, King of Wishful Thinking, I will take no arguments. Banger. <laughs> King of Wishful Thinking. Is that that's your walk-up music, Mike? <laughs> King um, of Wishful Thinking. It, it probably should be. <laughs> yeah, no, I think Anthony Rizzo's using it. Oh. But uh, welcome to the show, Chad. Think Carter, boy. Anyways, um, it probably should be, but no, I, I think I would pick something a little bit more badass. Okay. He does look an awful lot like a rebel soldier on Hoff. But anyway. So anyways, uh, rather than waste even more time on cold front, I'm just going to keep going. Decimator is next. The hammerhead driver, I'm just going to go ahead and slide him in. Drive right. it. Oh, we lost everything. I love um, him. I love him, but I can't yeah. I can't brook yeah. any counter argument here. Yeah, yeah when, when your character trait is guy who sat in the thing. <laughs> yeah. one, of the on, one of the only figures ever that didn't have an accessory reused ever, right? Nobody ever got that helmet. Nobody ever got that spear gun, I think it was. The claw gun thing? <laughs> yeah, did anybody ever get that? I don't, I don't think, think so. I can't even picture it in my head, so it's tough for oh. me to say. You know, he, he sits with my boy interrogator in the back of the Cobra Commissary, and he's like, hey, it's a pretty bitchin' spear gun. He's like, I like your claw weapon. He <laughs> like, stole it from the claw machine at the arcade. Right. Yeah. Interrogator, <laughs> I, I like your weapon egg beater. Yeah. Up next is Drop Zone. Also, tickler. I'm going to go ahead and drive it. Yep. Private. Get right in there. Uh, next is is Free Fall, a great figure. Yes. Hel Good looking figure. Helmet's a little lacking, but otherwise, great figure uh, who made absolutely no impact. Thank goodness, because you don't want your paratroopers making impacts. That's a joke. No reason it couldn't have just been called Ripcord. None. Right. Right. It just. I'm just going to go ahead and slide him in on that private line too, because um, yeah, um, I'm just sorry, Freefall fans. I know a lot of you may like him. Yeah, yeah. but man, that visor's an, almost a deal breaker on a really good figure, right? You right. couldn't color the visor different than the helmet, right? It, it, yeah, it, I agree that it is the it's the worst part of that figure, and unfortunately, as you see in the little headshot there, yeah, it's right there. Great cost light. But uh, it's just, it's not the guy. It's, and we just lost cheapest big spender. <laughs> no, we got him. We just lost his leg. Yeah. Now he's made. You can put, you can give us a, a thumbs down. You can give us a finger. Just be honest. <laughs> give us a thumbs down. Come on now. We're just all about reactions. We're not here about joke thumbs downs because thumbs. If you give you start giving a thumbs down, then we start like that. That affects us negatively in regards to being Ooh. being uh, uh, recommended to. Simil fans of similar channels. Oh man, so we're going to scrap the heel turn? That's a shame. We don't want to do that because even even heels need people paying tuning in. Hmm. But um, hey, Adam Riches is here. Yeah, uh, all kinds of folks checking in. But it's uh, literally anyone making the top tier. He's just looking for <laughs> he's just looking for royal guards. That's it. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's trolling, seeing if we've got a cheap one for sale. I might. <laughs> yeah, uh, sooner or later he's going to show up with Royal Guard Party '95 <laughs> and take on all covers. 
Wait, wait, look, man, I got, I got an update on the count for later, so we'll see. Up next, Captain Gridiron. Definitely a guy who's getting off of the private line. But Maybe Sergeant? Definitely Corporal. <laughs> because this he's... Captain Gridiron is the rare Joe who's popular for the wrong reasons. Yeah. <laughs> like first off, the, the figure loads of detail. But if you if, like if people want to complain about Beachhead and Duke crotches being fragile, Captain Gridiron's is made of glass. Like if you Ooh. look at him sideways, that sucker cracks. Is when he I the king? He he's he's the king as far as the guys that I've got. I bought a crap Captain Gridiron. I found one that had was complete. Uh, and we'll say that in the bodily sense. Uh, and it was like 15 bucks, and I couldn't jump on that thing hard enough because you can't find it. <laughs> you, you hear yourself, right? Die hole. <laughs> I, I, I made the purchase so fast that it broke in my hands. That's how bad it was. So, like, he's not, then you go past that, right? And you have those ridiculous football shaped grenades. <laughs> and his, and his weird, handheld rocket launcher thing which is kind of cool i'll give i'll give points for it like if you're doing if you're doing future military gridiron's handheld rocket launcher thing is is all right uh it would roast him alive but whatever <laughs> and then you have that terrible football themed episode and his annoying presence on the deke cartoons like captain gridiron may be a troll major hmm. He's, he, I, I definitely have him on the sergeant line just because of them, as so many people hate him. Yeah, he's um, sergeant minimum. I agree, I'll give you that. So, so let's let's turn it over to you guys to discuss. Mark, go ahead, and kick this one off. Yeah, sergeant gridiron, sergeant minimum, and I could be talked up to major, but I could not be talked down to corporal. He's definitely got got some game on ambush there. So. Even with yeah. those banana banana pants, right? That's the problem, right? It's that yeah. yellow plastic. Hmm. That peel just. So I say, I say, sergeant, but I could be uh, persuaded up, not down. Jeff Butler asks, "Is Gridiron the king of crotchful breaking?" I think he is. <laughs> yeah, he'll get over you though. Pat Stewart, those grenades saved Ice Cube and Three Kings. <laughs> so he could, so he could go on and sell out and make family comedies. Look, man, you just like used, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You just used sell out in the negative sense, and I will not have that. <laughs> if somebody came to me tomorrow and said, Hey, here's two million bucks for what's on Joe Mine, but you have to step down or you have to star in a cheesy kid movie for me. I'll see you at the movies. Right. But but weren't they already stars on some level? I'm just saying. It's not quite the same. It's like Ice T and the Cop Killer album, which he followed up by playing a cop on TV for 15 years. Right. Just 15? If you're if you're selling out, it means somebody's buying. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'm at the point in my life where whatever, man. If you you want something that I'm selling, you can take it. You Capitalism. Can, you can pay me to go away. No problem. You hear that, folks? Right. There's an offer on the table. <laughs> There's probably a number of D.I. Joe podcasts out there that are now pooling their resources. Right. Enough. This, this guy's been doing this longer than us, and he's kind of original. we got to get him out of there. I wonder if they, pass, if they actually pass the hat among all their bot listeners, how much money they could come up with. I don't know. Maybe. So anyways, uh, Rob, Captain Gridiron. Um, I'm going to say Sergeant at best just because – Yes, he's popular. 
guess he's lame. So I'm just going to smack him right in the middle. I mean, he did come after 1987, so Rob hates him. No. Um, Phil. I, you're, I can you're the youngest so. of the panelists, Phil. You're, you're not over 40. I am not, no. This is true. So, so Captain Gridiron is in your wheelhouse, baby. This is why you're here, man. I, would, I can say, Sergeant, and as Patrick Stewart pointed out in the comments, he was in one of the NES games. So he That's makes right. multiple appearances. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, okay. I guess that's, that's uh, three votes in the sergeant, the firm sergeant category. Ooh, sergeant firm, Gridiron. Firm sergeant. <laughs> well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Better than firm privates. Right. I like how he's the hand-to-hand -hand combat specialist who comes with a small armory. Yeah, there's enough explosives on Captain Gridiron to uh, to blast his way into Fort Knox. But he's yeah, like, for, because of more explosives than Salvo. Or for nobody to walk next to him as they rush into combat. No, I'm good. Maybe a little further away. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Right. I mean, and then they gave him a personality so that no one would want to walk next to him in combat, <laughs> right. regardless. Anyhow. We're, to we're totally going to hang out after the battle. we got a long ways to go, guys. Next up, Laser Viper. Um, yeah, kind of like, cool, but yeah, yeah, Man. like all the other all the other army builders, they're just they, there's nothing story wise for them. So eh. there's one uh, of them who has a story. Yeah, one of them's got something going. Four <laughs> shot, two of them maybe. Laser vipers? No, no, no. no. Army builders. Oh, no, we've we've and we've had some like Crimson Guardsmen, for example. We're yeah. not. Well, I'm talking about this year, right? But uh, Major Storm is next. Private. Uh, Good, good figure, dumb helmet division. Yeah. Um, and we've got a big head, man. That know. helmet does not help the big head. No. Who yeah. believes in the power of the music of the <laughs> night? And now we're demonetized in Finland. And we're demonetized. <laughs> no, I kept that under six. Come on. Maybe. Maybe we have to get the timer out on that one. Oh, I, just, I dragged the night out a little bit, but that's not my fault. Blame the you're, other you're, hey, you're hey, last hey, 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 blame <laughs> the other Weber. I'm going to say your last name is not preceded by Andrew and Lloyd, so we're in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah two B's is showing off. Anyways. Oh, no. <laughs> Next up is Middlehead. Oh, boy. He's <sighs> star of our show i i dare say that that he is another we'll call him controversial just because so many people hate him but i'm gonna actually i'm actually gonna sell out for him because uh the the actor who did metalhead in the cartoon gary chalk he's he's only as good as the material they're giving him uh, and so he went for it so i i like metalhead i like that goofy ass son of a gun uh but but regardless I, I think he, he might be the king of 1990. And I think he's a major. <laughs> yeah. Look, he's easily as good as Captain Gridiron. So <laughs> he can't be lower than a sergeant. But uh, he's probably better known. <laughs> so. right. yeah, he, look, he, he, he and Cobra Commander were the main bad guys on two full years of nationally syndicated animation. So that right there says he maybe he's not a big deal now, but he was a really big deal for a short time, um, and that's better than most guys in the line get. 
<laughs> Any arguments? Anybody who just just dead set against the major line for for? No, but I'm mean, it's my second cornet line of the night. He stole the show, but it was petty theft. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a good line. Nobody, See, <laughs> nobody's arguing that. <laughs> yeah, but I'll give him a major. Yeah. I would fight like hell against General, though, because that's... Oh, no, 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 no. Right? Yeah. I, I, think, I think there would be more of a footprint for him today to get to that level. But um, but I think Major is... He's he's there pretty easily. Uh, so it brings us to the Night Creeper. And remember, I... we count everything that happens with, with anybody who considers themselves a Night Creeper there, um, which... I, I know a Night Creeper leader came later in the line, but I don't think... Do we count the dude from Deke who was called Night Creeper leader in this, or do we count him later? I well, think that we, was intended to be its own figure. Yeah, I think we count him here because he this is the uniform he wore, except he had a, a half face mask. So I, 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 don't, I don't necessarily see him as the dude with the blindfold and the... That would have made a better figure. And the Cincinnati Bengals uh, fetish. What or Minnesota loser. Vikings. What a loser. And, um, but I'll, I'll leave it to you guys. Do we get them off the private line or no? Yeah. I would, yes. I would entertain Corporal. They had a pretty significant presence in the comics. Yeah. yeah. I, for that, I would do Corporal. Yes. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Okay. Ironically, Joe Burrow was made of yellow plastic. Apparently. Just, Just as saying. cats. Just, Just saying. Or as the Iron Sheik said, Joe Burrow, more like Joe Brony. <laughs> Up next. Oh, rest of the Sheik. Uh, I, I like Overlord, but wow, there's just nothing there. No, no. He was supposed to be Cobra Commander. What happened? Was, was yeah. once a commander. <laughs> and then they just decided, no, we have too many orange t-shirts and you have to wear this. Yeah. I guess just somebody else. Okay. So he's a private. Yeah. He's he's within arm's reach even. His little his little buggy is just he's right over there. Uh up next is Pathfinder. Uh kind of in the same bucket as Ambush, right? Just a yeah. guy attached to in, in Deke for one reason or another. Um and he just kept kept coming back. Well, he had to keep coming back because the grass kept growing, he had to trim the edges. Right. If Joe Colton was here, she'd fight for private just because of his Rakondo-esque hat. But she'd probably put him in the general line because he replaced Rakondo. <laughs> but um, but I, I'm going to give him a corporal spot. That yeah, sounds he's about right. Fine. He's yeah. ambush-ish. Right. Like, he's, 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 he's Zap. He's, he's, the, he's the good airborne. He, he's, that's what he is. Uh, up next is Rampart, the shoreline defender. Um, right. Gets bonus, bonus points for the crummiest specialty. Because uh, what is a shoreline defender, right? I don't know, but he's in the Navy. He's some he's some dude with sand in his boots. In Jersey, that's for sure. He swindled the the bureaucracy to give him a posting on the beach. <laughs> right. Yeah, and then covered everything but his face. Right. Well, you. <laughs> Unless you're a redhead. No joke, Mark. He's probably well, a redhead. Yeah. Now, now he is he is a he's a decent figure. I don't think he's a bad figure. Yeah. No, yeah. He Great did get, he did get a spotlight episode in Deke, but I I whatever. 
Private. <laughs> yeah. He got a pat. He got a panel spotlight in the comics. Right. Right. Oh, there we go. There we go. Doubling it up there. That brings us to the Range Viper. Um. The, the one in the purple costume that's a female. Everybody seems to want to talk about these days. But, yeah, I, but this ain't him. Yeah. That, <laughs> it, for per, the purposes of this, it is him mm. uh, because she's a range viper. But I don't know if that's enough to get them off of the private line. I, I just they're just a, they're just another troop builder. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody? Anybody? Nope. Going once? Going twice? No. Nope. Yeah. Uh, Jay Toygo does have a point. If if a bad ranking, he did kill sneak peek. I yeah, but that's just mainly because that's what they happen to draw. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, it wasn't if, like if, a plot element, like you know, the Saw Viper. And if they if they can't remember that, I'm not sure we're supposed to. So uh, Jeff Butler notes that Range Viper was a boss character in the NES game, so that's at least Corporal. I I don't I don't yeah. know. And, and let's face it, you know, in the IDW comic, he didn't kill Sneak Peek. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> on back, didn't it? <laughs> he didn't kill sneak peek. Uh, so I okay, yeah, private. He's a general on Metal Luna, though. Oh yeah. <laughs> and that uh, that brings us to Rapid Fire, the fast attack expert. I am just quickly put him on the private line. He's terrible. He's terrible in every sense of the word. I don't think he ever appeared in anything. No, I, I, he's on the short list of worst Joes ever. Yeah, lime green like armor and bright orange weapons, right? Yeah, he was super trooper in neon. Uh, he's a wolf. <laughs> yeah, he's he's awful. Armadillo uh, looks at him and goes, <laughs> "He would if his helmet wasn't squeezing his brain." That brings us to the Rock Viper. Yeah, uh, the Caesar Romero of Cobra Troopers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's a general in the mustache game. Mm hmm. If we're doing the mustache tier, then then that's 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 our guy. Uh, but they they were not particularly notable. They showed up in the Deke show. They showed up in panels in the comic book. Never did anything of great importance in either, did they? No. Did like, they did always? Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't remember. Did they always have mustaches, even when there were multiples of them? Is that a requirement of the yeah. Viper? Yeah, are like they, they, they like the anti-Yankees. Right, like, gotta have some facial hair, brother. Right, like, if, if the range viper is a private, then the rock viper is definitely a private. So. <laughs> it's always play, yeah, fair. It's always playoff hockey for the for the rock viper. Isn't he another member of the fragile crotch brigade? Maybe I only have it's one. Not. So it's tough to say. Um, I, I can't I say that I've ever tracked him down to any degree. I think he's got an issue. At the point where these toys are all 35 and 40 years old, I, they kind of all have that issue, don't they? Yeah, I guess. I'm back to south. Get to their age. <laughs> they're at that point when, whenever, if they wake up in the morning, if they wake up in the morning, they're back hurt. Yeah. Uh, up next is Salvo. And Salvo is one of those guys who, for whatever reason, seems to be popular. Uh, big kerfuffle with Salvo a few years ago in the Aubrey Citizen comic when they they made Salvo a Samoan woman, which whatever, it's a different universe. Relax. Yeah. Uh, wasn't going to last long. Don't worry about yeah, it. it. It was a bad comic, regardless of your feelings on Salvo's representation. 
Um, but uh, Patrick Stewart confirming the Rock Viper crotch. That's what we can count on Pat for. Pat knows. For verifying what I said? No, Pat knows everything about these figures, man. Okay. Like, Pat yeah. is an encyclopedia. Well, I like Pat, absolutely. But That's why Phil does a show with him. That's right. <laughs> I, thought he he did that to, I thought he did that to get away from us. <laughs> so, and you know what? Can't blame him. I actually started the articulated points because he wouldn't have me on at the time. So uh, Adam, Adam Rich's notes that Rapid Fire added some much-needed vibrancy to nineteen ninety and came with a VHS tape. You guys are brutal. Uh, sure. Oh, wait till I next mean, year. Full disclosure: the only thing Adam Rich's loves more than Royal Guards is Blockbuster. So <laughs> the VHS tape might mean more to him than us. And we love Adam Rich's. Right. I'm just busting it. Just busting it. So, gentlemen, Salvo, where do where do we what do we do here? He's at least he's got to be above private. Yeah. Uh, I think he's there with Ambush and Pathfinder in terms of being one of the more memorable ones out of this year. So, yeah, it, it, I, I can't, I, I, yeah, I can't really argue that one. The most vaguely Aryan skinhead Joe, right? That's he stands like, out. Val, Salvo makes me uneasy for those. Yeah. Like I, I just like I just like to think he's bull from Night Court. Yeah, I mean I forget sure, if though, it's, it's kind of weak, weird. Yeah, I forget if right of right that is, is an actual like thing of of uh, yeah it, type gangs, but it, having it, him be skinhead, bald, and wear that probably not the best decision. That's all right. That's why they invented acetone. Right, but all the same. We kind of have to put him there because he's made that impact. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mine, I, I wiped mine clean and wrote Cyclops was right on his shirt. So <laughs> he did that. And on mine, it just says, no, he wasn't. <laughs> on, on mine, it just says Cyclops sucks. Oh. But up next is a Saw Viper. And the Saw Viper, we get to have an actual discussion on. <laughs> yeah. We, there, mm -hmm. there's, there's one moment where Saw Vipers are incredibly important. Everybody still talks about it. I mean, we're really, we're, I think we're splitting hairs between Major and Sergeant at this point. Saw Viper, for those not in the know, Saw Viper was responsible for the most Joe deaths back in the Marvel run uh, issue 109. Rack time, Rob? Uh... Might be 110. I'd have to look it up, but it's 109 or 110. One of those two. I, it might be both, but um, yeah, so lot, lots of blood on the Saw Viper hands, even if it's just the one guy in the one instance, uh, and not much was ever done with them afterwards. Um, Pat Stewart notes that uh, it's uh, that saying on Salvo shirt is from Dostoevsky, but I think it's been adopted by some less savory types. Yeah. Um, so we won't blame Dostoevsky. Right, right. We we can blame him for his terrible book, Crime and Punishment, but I won't blame him for that. Um, as I call out the classics. God, I hated that book. Dear, they got paid, they got paid by the word back then. Right. Yeah, and screw Nietzsche while we're here. That, you know, he knows what he did. Yeah. So, um, Yeah, so Saw Viper, I, I got him on the major line simply because he's memorable and everybody talks about him and he's yes. popular for that one action. 
I mean, but but it's a big action in terms of the the right. whole story and right. lore of GI Joe. Well, right. And he he had another boomerang too. That specific saw viper, right? Was it in DDP where he became Overkill? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Just yeah so that that's something right there. Good good yeah. call. So I think that can we just are we just going to con- go major on that one? Yeah. I don't have, I don't major. Have yeah. He's he's not a general. He's not that no. level of popular. But in terms of importance, that gets him to the major line. Did any other Cobra from a rank and file from a troop builder figure ever do anything or become more memorable than that one Saw Viper? Scarface. Uh, I mean Fred. <laughs> yeah, Fred, Fred did quite a bit. I'll give you that one. That's good. Fred yeah. never got a fig though. I mean, not until late, 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 right? Yeah. So. Unless you're you're counting the Arbor Cobra Commander as him the whole time. Aside from coming with the worst weapon ever, like, there is there anybody out there, you can answer in the comments, who as a kid cracked this open and went, yeah, I'm putting that in his hand. Come on now. (laughs) That thing was a thumb widow maker from Jump. I believe isn't it, isn't it like they accidentally made the two up of the gun and distri- yeah, instead? I think, I think yeah, I think what it was. Yes. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So it should have been half that size. I don't have any problem with giving him, you know, the god killer of machine guns, but you can't. But that handles ridiculous. Well, the, the name, the saw viper. The saw is a light machine gun, right? I mean, it's heavier, <laughs> yeah. Squad heavier, assault it, weapon. Yeah. Yeah. It's heavier than your standard, but it's it's. Like the BAR in World War II days, it's it's not something that's so unwieldy and unmanageable. That so yeah, yeah, it's it's it's. I mean, yeah, you got to get up and go with that thing. So yeah, yeah. he's got a continent assault weapon. Come on now. Yeah. Next up, skydive. And I'm just going to go ahead and roll through this last bit pretty quickly here. (laughs) Yeah. Come on, skydive. Come on with me. There we go. There's there's a good boy. I don't want to go on the card. There went. There went static line too, so he just right there. I feel I'm, happy. It's, a, it's appropriate. Yeah, he's a, a a backstop with a different head. Bitch and flat top though. Yeah, that is nineties t- man. That is very nineties. <laughs> that is tight. The, the Kenny Walker flat top. I want to land a drone on it. It's so perfect. <laughs> Up next is stretcher. Private, <laughs> uh, cool figure. I, I I like the idea. I like having another medic around, but didn't do anything. But but he is the guy who makes you go. Hey, there was another GI Joe medic. What? <laughs> yeah, Lifeline, right? I mean, another one. Yeah. Um. Then we got Sub Zero. He had a an episode of the Deke Show, and I'm just gonna go ahead and put him right on there next to the stretcher. There we go. He 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 reminds me of Randy from Christmas Story. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda. We got Topside, who I, I like very much. I think the, the paint on the figure, the, the yellow eyes. Yellow eyes. God help me, yellow eyes. The piss eyes are so bad on that thing. Somebody give him a lemon. <laughs> but if there, like if there's a, a guy who just you look at and you say, that's a G.I. Joe from 1990, it might be Topside. Uh, but that said, he didn't do anything. No. Newton. We need Luke's toy box to make a new Topside head. Because other than that, he's a pretty awesome figure. I dig him. He belongs on every killer whale out there. But that is Ellie Mae rope belt. Again, I'll I'll remind everybody: we like Scott. We like Topside. We like Stretcher. We we like mm-hmm. like a lot of these guys. 
who are privates. These are not a reflection of what we think of the the work there, but they just didn't make an impact. Yeah, they're yeah the character. Yeah. yeah, there were just too many things going on at that point. So, um, up next, let me get back to that window slow as we can. Uh, we've got Undertow, Destro's Frogmen. Again, we saw them a lot. Anytime Cobra needed a, a, a water troop on that, that Deke show, that was who got rolled out. Yeah, I don't I think, think Deke understood Grenadier. the uh, Iron Grenadier no, idea. No, they, they understood they had to sell toys, so that's that's why. But we'll just plop him in there, because none of them really stood out for any reason. Uh, then lastly, we got Updraft. I mean, and I, I can hear I can hear Rob's brain grinding to a halt as he stops to think who? But I'll tell you this, man. This straight figure, he's in my top ten. He's not bad. I love this fig. That helmet's but, kind of a mistake. But yeah. On the whole, the figure's pretty good. The helmet Robocopy. But the helicopter he comes with is not bad. They were trying to make it, you know, futuristic tech to go with the copter. So I'm with yeah. it. I love this thing. But yeah, he, he doesn't belong anywhere else but private. But Look, man. I, it's not even it's not the design of that helmet that's bad. It just doesn't fit on his head right. Yeah. And then we got the the vapor, the hurricane pilot. Again, I like the hurricane. That is a neat toy. Vapor's cool too. If you could ignore his Superman underoos, but <laughs> Well, not yeah. only that, it looks. I mean, he looks like he's a Doctor Who villain. Yeah, that's that helmet's a little weird, but okay. Uh, so yeah, right there on the private line. It looks and like a kid's drawing of a robot. I like Vapor. <laughs> the, I always thought Vapor was a guy that there weren't like Vapors. The right. file card kind of lends you toward that because yeah. it's always referred to singular Vapor. You know, I liked him a lot. I could, if I could find the right waist, I might make Vapor version two. I mean, they reused them for Air Viper. <laughs> so that's what we got. That is, that is the the chart for 1990. And people uh, always ask us when we started these, "Hey, are you guys going to go all the way through 94?" And my response is always, eh, "Probably <laughs> not." You're starting to see why. <laughs> We're into the weeds now, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and again. This is a good year for figures. This is yeah. a good year mm -hmm. for vehicles. That's not what this is about. This isn't about the ones we like, because we like a lot of them. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing this stupid two-bit slime show after 12 years. We like a lot of them. But as far as this is about the impact that they made to G.I. Joe as a property and, and the lore and all that stuff, and we're starting to get into the, the real patchy parts. I mean, if these characters came out in like 83, 84, we'd be talking about these figures. But they didn't, so... Because of you know the the branding had changed, the comic really didn't focus on these characters much at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and and the cartoon was of questionable quality, so it didn't have the impact that the the original cartoon did. I don't know that you can say questionable quality. I, I don't. I don't know about <laughs> dubious. I, maybe dubious. I dare say that just as many sets of eyeballs got on the Deke cartoon. It just wasn't as well done. Yeah. Yeah, so at the I, beginning. At the beginning, I think they lost the D cartoon. Lost them a lot of kids. Maybe I mean it was on USA, and USA was in every cable system in America. Like, and USA mixed Deke and Sunbow together interchangeably. In, in the late eighties, early nineties, um, USA in the TV business was often referred to as the Fifth Network because mm -hmm. they were so 
pervasive in, in regards to, to their cable television reach. So I, I like, and, and that's where they were like cartoon express housed those shows for the longest time. And so it, it's, um, it was cartoon network before cartoon network. Right. Right. So like, I don't think the reach of the deep cartoons is, is the problem. It's the quality of them that mm. just kind of threw the rail, threw them off the rails. Um, Deke could do a good show when they wanted to, but for whatever reason, they never really wanted to with G.I. Joe. Yeah. I, 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 Diana laying it out for us. Yeah. Uh, it sucked, guys. Deke sucked. They thought kids were dumb. Yeah, exactly. There were, there were some okay episodes in season one, and after that, it, it, season two is tough to put through. Yeah, I mean, if you look at like early Deke cartoons, there's a, there's a level of quality that the, the later stuff doesn't have because they were just going we can do this cheaper than anybody else all right here we go it's recording out look right. at this oh hey show off. <laughs> this the animated deke scarlet cell are you happy now phil <laughs> which uses the colors from the marvel order of battle <laughs> that's fine right. they had over a good in, source over but in there's it, really no comparison between this deke and this deke right See, like, there's a good deep cartoon. And, and Adam Riches has a point here. He's he's younger than us. He's not crotchety. Yeah. His back hurts, but he's not crotchety. Uh, I think a lot of these rankings have to do with when you came into the brand. I started collecting in 1990. The deep cartoon brought these cartoons and G.I. Joe Life. Look, we're not arguing that point. Yeah. And it, this isn't about what we like. We like a lot of these guys. I wasn't collecting G.I. Joe's actively at this point, but I still would see them on the, toy, on the pegs at the toy stores and be like, that's pretty cool. Um, it, it's no, just, there's good figures here. These these characters these these characters hit and they went away. They didn't have mm. the staying power of Stalker and Snake Eyes and Scarlet and Cobra Commander and like it's it they're they're the general line is for, is for characters that made a a real mainstream kind of impact. So can you say any of these characters are roadblock? Can you say that any of them are even gung ho? And Gung Ho, if you'll remember, did not make the general line. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's that's kind of where we're at. Look at look at Phil waving his deek around on the on uh, the internet. Uh, Jake Rose asked, "How many? I never saw the deek cartoons. How many seasons did it go?" Uh, Operation Dragonfire was 1989, and that was just five episodes. It's like a mini series, and then there was a full season in 1990, and another one in 1991, and then it was done. Which went lent into the ninety-two year roster as well. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Diana's got a got a good point. I can give a little uh, little insight on here. After Jake. Jake follows up, how many will these become classified? Maybe a well, couple. one of them already has the Range Viper. Right, Range Viper's coming. Um, past that, I don't know. Uh, I put. Uh, I, I would uh, saw Viper. I think some of them will. I think some of them would be great classified figures. Yeah. Can you imagine doing a deluxe ambush? That would be fantastic. Oh, oh yeah, you could pack him with. That would be fantastic. Bullhorn. Metalhead metal head seems like a uh, matter of time. Seems like he's gonna happen. You know, uh, gridiron. I don't know. People really hate gridiron. Yeah. Well, people really love gridiron, or they really hate gridiron. Right, Jeff Butler sums up the the argument that we've got there. If these guys had the backing and stories by Sunbow and Hama, they'd be, have a much better presence. And yeah, ultimately, where we come back. To. I, I mean, Larry was still able to work some of these guys into the comic book 
but by then I mean, he had his roster of mainstays. I yeah, exactly. He had his favorites that he liked to write, just as anybody who's invested, you know, the time and effort into it would. So, uh, Greg, Greg's back. Hey, Greg, good to see you. Uh, he can't get the "got to get tough" theme out of his head now, <laughs> and that's why we're here. Yep. Got to get tough. Yo, Joe. Diana uh, had a good point about uh, Hascon, the transparency is just being thrown at fans and they smelled moldy. Yeah, <laughs> legit. The At the warehouse where they keep all the old stuff falling apart because it's not sun protected or air conditioned, there were just boxes of these in legit a boiler room. Just all melty together and hard to sort and in no order whatsoever. Is that where you got yours, Phil? Is that where you got yours? Oh, uh, no, mine came from eBay. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't as stinky as the ones that were over on Broad Street. I will say, though, there's a production illustration of the Scarlet behind her, and it's hard to see in the, in the camera, but uh, mm. you can on. see that. Get you a better... Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's melted to it. <laughs> I can't separate yeah. those two. Oh, it's <laughs> yep. All all the ones in the Hazard Warehouse are like that. Hard to get apart. Uh, Viper Scout notes: uh, Metalhead was competent and a double agent in the comics. Yeah, we know. Again, we we, we like Metalhead. Yeah, that's not where his that's not where his bones were made. But he's he, like he worked, one issue in the comics. <laughs> he worked okay for that one little piece of that one little story. Um. So, anyways, let's uh, that's that's what we got for 1990. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We're we, we're running long, so we're gonna we're gonna scooch on. Uh, come on, get moving. Lag. And there we go. There we go. Okay. Hope everybody got their screenshot because I can't pull it back up. I had to close it out. Uh, we're we're gonna skip on past uh, what we got in, uh, with the exception of. Mute. Shop it out of the bargain bin again. There's 91. He's he's um, he's one of the nicer ones that I've gotten, period, full stop. Uh, 92 uh, was a mistake on my part in that I bought one that, that didn't have the full crotch. So Ooh. Ooh. He, he's real good besides. And I guess that's why I just didn't notice it on his eBay listing, but there it was. They warned me. I just didn't pay attention. And then 93 is is wonderful. So for everybody keeping score at home, 93. And uh, good on everybody for, for getting it good. Just get it out of the way. <laughs> I ain't stopping for you. We're going right into shout-outs. Phil, you're our guest. Why don't you go ahead and start us off? As always, shouting out to Patrick. Hey, you're in the audience for once. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Patrick. Thanks for my uh, other half on articulated points. The, uh, the support Joe friend of over 15 years. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the podcast we put on together on YouTube here. Uh, I'm sure you'll find links around in the description, probably. <laughs> if not, put that in the description later. <laughs> uh, thank you to... Uh, you guys here for having me again. I know uh, I get put in timeout a lot. So thanks for putting up with me. <laughs> oh, maybe Rob. he can maybe he can find Zoran's head while he's in timeout. <laughs> Rack time, Rob. 
Shout out to the studio audience once again. Thanks for listening. I know there's new new names in there today. Lots of good good audience for a. We don't you normally draw this well for tier lists, but there yeah. you go. And uh, you know a good a nice shout out to our uh, our lead in uh, hooded cobra commander for completing another successful cobra convergence. Good lord, that's a lot of work. That sure is. That's a Hancho Mark Weber. I mean, I want to give a shout out to myself for getting this uh, toy cabinet into the house, <laughs> actually home. <laughs> into the house and stood up without breaking it. How uh, much butter it, did you put on the sides? Dude, it was pre-assembled. I got it in myself without breaking it. That's pretty goddamn impressive. And between you and me, it was really close. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I was like, ah, I didn't pay anything for it. So he was going to be an outside now you can never move. No, nope, here we go. So hey, it's like our old couch. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, but the big shout out is uh, to Mrs. Weber. When I say Mrs. Weber, I mean the mothership. Uh, to my mom, it's her birthday today. So happy birthday to Nola Weber. Uh, keeping it down in Bend, Oregon. Uh, Miles stomping grounds and obviously one of my very favorite people. So to uh, Mama Weber, salute. Happy birthday. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, I will... Uh... Reiterate your shout outs. Thank you to to Phil for coming on and guest hosting tonight. Uh, and for all, ahead. all the photos and stuff that you sent to us during San Diego. Um, huge, huge help uh, letting us have some kind of a presence there. And we're glad we could we could uh, get those out there for you. Uh, of course, uh, to all the folks watching us at home. If you're catching us here on Facebook, go ahead. Give us a thumbs up or a heart or a little huggy guy. Uh, we love little huggy guy. If you're catching us on the YouTubes, be sure to give us a thumbs up, like the video, share us in your various social media circles, because that's really how we're growing this thing at this point. Um, subscribe to the channel if you're watching us. They already know you're here. There's there's no escaping. Uh, what's on Joe Mind is is for life and forever, uh, and there's there's no denying we can't get away. You can't get away from us. Um, <laughs> Patrick Stewart asks. Zoranna's head has been found. It appears that yes, it has. Phil, can we get a confirmation? Yes, I found her head. All it's right. been weeks. <laughs> it was it was on Falcon's body, and it actually looked pretty damn good. <laughs> it was a big improvement. It, it fell the last time I was on this show. That's how long it's been missing. Oh God! New, news break. Phil Donnelly finds some head. <laughs> oh, live after yeah after it's shaking live on the air. After, after shaking his deke around for a little bit. <laughs> right, man, what's on Joe mind after talking up some deke? But uh, shout out to Brian. Uh, always does a great job of, of leading us in uh, on his channel over on uh, HCC 788. Uh, we appreciate it. Dude, take a week off, man. Take two weeks off. Take a couple weeks off. You need. That's a lot of work. That It's a ton of work doing Cobra Convergence every year, and he does it every year. Um, that's, it's, it's more than one a day in regards to folks who have signed up and are contributing content to that every year and, uh, salute to everybody who participated. Uh, I, there's no way to keep up with that. I got to go back and like, I got to catch up over the next couple of weeks. <laughs> Absolutely no way between what folks actually do. And then all the interviews Brian does with them and 
it's it's difficult. I, I typically don't watch a whole lot of other content. Uh, but I try to get out and watch Cobra Convergence stuff because that's that's the name of the game, right? You're here to to spread the love and and get more eyeballs on things. So, um, good friends, our good friends at Kokomo Toys also get a shout out. Uh, let's real quick sing the theme song. Kokomo, 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 Our wonderful sponsors, and of course, uh, all of you. Me? Well, not sure. Sure, you two. Sure, yeah. whatever. Why not? Sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week at 9.05 here on the Superstation for another episode of What's on Joe Mind in the team stream. I might have some bonus content for you this week. Depends if I can get it done. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, at the very least, I probably owe you guys a, a super cut on some more of those, uh, some more of the other uh, tier list that we've done in the past. Like I, I did a supercut 82 to 84, and then I haven't done one since. So maybe 85 to 87 will pop out there sometime soon too. But um, you guys have a great rest of the week. We will catch you then. Uh, and until we, we see you next Tuesday on the team stream, a great week as our friend Vagon likes to say, stay safe. And if you can't be careful, yo, Joe. Be Good. Beer. <laughs> extra second, just so that, just so everyone can, can revel in its glory for it's that extra, so good. extra little, little bask in its. Uh,